Summa then, Atayna, we gave Musa, Musa alayhi salam, al-kitab, the book. Because these teachings that are mentioned previously, they were given to all the prophets of Allah. And then, Allah gave to Musa alayhi salam the book. Which book? The Torah. And that book was what? Allah says, tamaman, a completion. Meaning, a completion of Allah's blessings, of Allah's favors, Allah upon Alladhi, the one who ahsana, he did good. Meaning the one who was righteous, the one who was striving to please Allah, when he received the Torah, when he received the book of Allah, that book was what? A completion of Allah's blessings. What does this show to us? That the book of Allah When a person receives that, when a person understands that, when a person learns that, then Allah's favors are completed upon him. Which means that if a person has everything in this world, but the book of Allah is missing from his life, then the blessings are not complete on him. What do we think? If a person becomes a millionaire, then yes, they have everything. If a person has this degree, then they have everything. If a person has these many children, they have everything. If a person has a good husband, a loving husband, a good relationship, then they are very, very lucky. That they are successful. But what does Allah say? What is it that completes blessings for you? The book of Allah. Because until you have the book of Allah in your life, you will always have this void. You'll be unhappy. And this is what we see. People who become Muslim, many times they will say, I had everything, but I was just not happy. I knew that something was missing. What was that missing? The book of Allah. The guidance of Allah. So Allah sent this book as a tamam, completion of blessing. But for who? ahsana, The one who was striving to do good. Right? They're like there's so many people who say, you know, I always wanted to learn. I always wanted to become a better person. I was trying this. I was trying that. I went here. I went that. And then when I studied the Quran, then everything became fine. Everything became perfect. And this book was also what tafsilan and a detail. Likulli for every shayin thing. Meaning the book also contained the detail of everything. Meaning everything that the people needed to know. for their wellness in this world, and for their success in the hereafter. Meaning the book contained details. وَهُدًا And it was also guidance. وَرَحْمَةً And a mercy. لَعَلَّهُمْ So that they بِلِقَائِ With meeting رَبِّهِمْ Of their Lord يُؤْمِنُونَ They believe. The book was also a source of guidance and mercy for the people. And all of this, this led to what? Certainty in meeting with Allah. That one day I have to meet Him. So I better prepare for that meeting. How do I prepare? According to the teachings that have been given in the book, in the law. وَهَذَا And this kitabun book. Which book? هَذَا kitab, The book in front of you. The Qur'an. Allah says, this book is anzalnahu. We have sent it down. It is mubarakun. Blessed. Full of blessings. Full of barakah. The Torah was described as tamam, tafseel, huda, rahma, maw'idha. And Qur'an, it is just called Mubarak. Why? Because Mubarak gathers all of these qualities within itself. It is the source of blessings and goodness for you. So if you have everything but not this book, you can never have goodness. And if you have this book and nothing else, and something is missing from your life, whether it is the perfect loving spouse, or it is the perfectly obedient children, or it is the perfect house, 
doesn't matter because at the end of the day you have the book of Allah. You have the book of Allah. And that means a lot. And that fulfills every void that you could have in your life. Think about it. There were companions who were persecuted. So much so that their own families turned against them. Mus'ab bin Umair. You know, you learn about his story, you read about it again, and it just blows your mind. Who was he before he became Muslim? His mother loved him so much. You know, she fed him. He wore the most expensive clothes, the most unique fragrances. If he walked from somewhere, and there was a unique, different kind of fragrance, people knew, Mus'ab went from here. This is the kind of a teenager he was. And when he became Muslim, what did he have? He was left with nothing. He was persecuted so much, he had to leave Mecca, go to Medina. He was one of the first teachers of the Qur'an. One of the first teachers of the Qur'an he was. And he died at the battle. Right? In the very beginning. And when he was buried, what luxury kafan did he have? It was so short, the garment with which they covered him, that if they covered his head, his feet were exposed. If they covered his feet, his head was exposed. But Musa bin Umair, he died with the Qur'an in his life, right? So even though that loving mother was not there, all that money was not there, all that freedom was not there, it didn't matter. Why? Because the Qur'an Mubarak was in his life. And that fulfilled every void, every void. You know, in your life, you'll always be unhappy because of something or the other. When you're not married, you're unhappy, I don't get along with my parents. You get married, you have a husband, and you're like, why do we end up in arguments? And then you have children, and you're like, why are they disobedient? You want everything to be perfect and happy. You want everything to be like, you know, in those fairy tales. But it doesn't happen. There will always be things in your life that will pinch you, that will hurt you. That will destroy, you know, the happiness, the sweetness of life. They will ruin it. But what is it that will compensate for it? The book of Allah, because it is Mubarak. This is why Allah says, فَاتَّبِعُوهُ So follow it. وَاتَّقُوهُ And fear Allah. لَعَلَّكُمْ So that you turhamun. You all are shown mercy. So follow the book of Allah. Don't just look at it. Don't just stare at it. Don't just listen to it. Don't just keep it. Rather follow it. Follow it if you really want to be happy. Antaqulu that you say, meaning Allah has given you this book, lest you say, you make an excuse that innama, indeed not but, unzil al-kitab, the book was sent down, ala upon ta'ifatain, two groups, min qablina from before us. Ta'ifatain, dual of ta'ifa. Ta'ifa group. So, Allah has given this book to you. Why? So that you cannot say, that oh, the scripture was given to two groups before us. Which groups? The Jews and the Christians. They were given the scripture. We were not given the scripture. in and indeed kunna we were an from dirasatihim. Their study, lagafilin surely unaware. Dirasa from the root letters dal rasin. Dirasa means study, education. It means qira'a, reading. Qira'a ala al read before someone. So for instance, when you read in front of your teacher, that really is an in-depth study. Because typically what happens, the teacher only reads before the students. But when the student reads before the teacher, that's an in-depth study. Right? So don't say that, oh, we were unaware of the study of the book. 
Because that is something that the Jews and the Christians used to do in their own languages. And we did not know Hebrew. So we didn't know the book and we didn't know what to do. No, this excuse won't work anymore. Why? Because Allah sent you the book in your language. Basically the Arabs are being addressed. That Allah has sent you the book in your own language now. So on the day of judgment you cannot make any excuse. And for those of us who don't speak Arabic, what excuse do we have? When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made its understanding so easy. How? That it's been explained in your language. It has been translated. Obviously translated meaning its meaning has been translated. Its detail has been preserved. You know sometimes you want to listen to a good lecture. And you're like, what do I listen to? There's so many out there. And you're like, okay, I listen to this series first, and that series next, and this one next. Because there's so much out there to learn. You want to read a good Islamic book? So many. You're like, what do I read first? You want to study in Islamic science? So many. You find it difficult to choose. So you cannot make an excuse now on the Day of Judgment that, oh Allah, I didn't know. I didn't know. It was in a different language. I was too busy. I was unaware. No. You have to make the effort now to find out. Because the book has been sent. Now it's your responsibility. The ball is in your court. أو or تَقُولُ يُسَيْ Meaning you cannot make this excuse either on the Day of Judgment. That لَوْ if anna Indeed we unzila It was sent alayna upon us الْكِتَابِ The book. If only the book had been given to us, لَكُنَّا Surely we were ahda more guided, better guided minhum than them. That on the Day of Judgment, you won't be able to say that, Oh Allah, if you had given us the book instead of the Jews and the Christians, then we would have been better guided than them. Because the Jews and the Christians, they were given the book, but they changed it, they altered it, they didn't follow it, they lost it, they made demands from their prophets. And you know, if Allah, you had given us the book, we wouldn't have been like that. Well, the thing is that the book has come to you. What are you doing today? فَقَدْ so in fact, جَاءَكُمْ It came to you. بَيِّنَةٌ A clear proof مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ From your Lord. Now a clear proof has come to you. A detailed proof has come to you. A clear evidence has come to you. Meaning this book, this Qur'an has come to you. Telling you about everything that you need to know. And what are you doing? Something very similar to what the Yahud did. What the Nasara did. And this kitab is also وَهُدًا And a guidance. وَرَحْمَةً And a mercy. So, what's the main lesson from these verses? That no one can say on the Day of Judgment, Oh Allah, I didn't know. I don't know what you wanted me to do. No. Allah has informed us in detail. Allah has sent the book in detail. We have to find out. We have to learn. We have to follow. And if we don't follow, whose fault is it? Whose fault is it? It's our fault. If we don't learn, whose fault is it? Our fault. Because... Allah didn't just send the book, He made it easy for understanding. He made it easy for learning, for memorizing. So if somebody doesn't learn, somebody doesn't understand, it is their fault. Because the Qur'an is not rocket science. It's very simple, straightforward. It is a straightforward kalam. Yes, there are parts of it which seem a little complicated, but a little bit effort, a little bit reflection, will really make things easy for you. It will open up your mind for you. فَمَنْ سُهُ أَظْلَمُ is more unjust مِمَّنْ than who كَذَّبَ He rejected, he belied بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ with verses of Allah. Meaning, the greatest unjust person is the one who rejects the verses of Allah, who calls them a lie. And then وَصَدَفَ And he turned away عَنْهَا from it. 
Sadafa from the root letter Sad Dalfa and Sadafa is to turn away from something. It's basically to avoid something. Okay, it is Iraq to avoid and manner, stay away from. It is to turn away from something, avoid something, and refrain from it. So he calls the verses a lie, the Quran a lie, and then he avoids it, he turns away from it. Such a person is the greatest unjust person. Who is he doing injustice to himself and other people? Because when you call something a lie, you're not going to benefit from it, and you're not going to let other people benefit from it either. Because instantly other people will have doubts about it too. سَنَجْزِي Soon we will recompense. الَّذِينَ Those who يَصْلِفُونَ They turn away عَنْ آيَاتِنَا From our verses. How will we recompense them? سُوءَ الْعَذَابِ Evil punishment. Why? بِمَا Because of what كَانُوا They were يصلفون, They turn away. Because of their having turned away from the verses of Allah, they will suffer consequences. So, let's reflect on ourselves. How much is it that I go towards the book of Allah? I accept it. I open it. I read it. I recite it. Or is it that I'm turning away from it? There is an opportunity to read, and I say, no, something else. There is an opportunity to reflect, and I'm like, no, something else. The person who turns away from the book of Allah is committing a serious crime for which there will be punishment. Allah says, هَلْ يَنظُرُونَ They wait. إِلَّا except on that تَأْتِيَهُمْ It comes to them. Who? الْمَلَائِكَةَ The angels. Meaning, what are they waiting for? So that they can believe. What are they waiting to see? Why are they procrastinating? Why are they delaying? What are they waiting to see? The angels? The angel of death? You know, sometimes there's something very important for you to do. Like for instance, you have to pray. It's Maghrib time. And you're like, yeah, I'll just get up. Let me just read this, then I'll get up. Let me just finish my conversation, then I'll get up. Let me just finish watching this, then I'll get up. Right? You keep making excuses. At that time, ask yourself, am I waiting to see the angel of death and then I'm going to get up? What am I waiting for? Because if the angel of death comes now, then what excuse do I have to offer? What excuse do I have to offer? Because there are many important things that we keep deferring and delaying and avoiding. Allah asks, هَلْ يَنظُرُونَ إِلَّا أَن تَأْتِيَهُمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ Are they waiting for the angels to come to them? The angels of death, the angels of punishment? أو or يَأْتِيَ رَبُّكْ That your Lord should come to them? Because the mushrikeen, they were refusing to believe. The truth was crystal clear. But still they wouldn't believe. So Allah asks, are they waiting to see Allah? Are they waiting for the day of judgment to come forth? And then they will believe? Oh, or يَأْتِيَ It comes, بَعْضُ some ayat Signs, Rabbik of your Lord. Which signs are these? The signs of His promise, meaning the signs of the day of judgment. Are they waiting to see those signs and then they will believe? Because it's amazing. Whenever people want to discuss something about the religion, what will they talk about? Oh, this is a sign of the day of judgment. You know, people are doing this, this strange thing happened, must be a sign of the Day of Judgment. They're not concerned about learning how to improve their salah, learning about what dua to make to Allah, learning about what food they should avoid. No. They don't want to learn about an ayah of the Qur'an. What are they concerned about? What's going to happen near the Day of Judgment? This is something that people love to talk about. So Allah asks, are they waiting to see one of the signs of the judgment? 
then when they will see that sign, then they will say, yeah, yeah, what the Prophet brought was true. What the Qur'an says is true. Because yes, this sign did actually happen. Allah says, يَوْمَ on day يَأْتِي It will come. بَعْضُ some ayat Signs, رَبِّكَ of your Lord. The day, the signs will appear. Meaning one of the signs of the hour appear. Then what will happen? لَا not يَنْفَعُ It will benefit. نَفْسًا Any person. إِمَانُهَا It's belief. Meaning, if a person sees that sign of the hour, and he says, I believe, I believe. Now I will change. He sees the angel of death and he says, you know what, astaghfirullah, oh Allah forgive me for all that I've done. I will change now. Allah says, whoever believes then, then it will not benefit them. لَا يَنْفَعُ نَفْسًا إِمَانُهَا Its iman will not benefit it. Which person? That lam did not takun, it was amanat, it believed min qabl from before. If it did not believe before, then believing now it's not going to help. If they did not believe before, then believing now is not going to save them. Fir'aun, wasn't he delaying as well? Wasn't the truth clear to him? But yet he rejected, right? And when he saw the waves collapsing on him, he said, I believe. But it was too late. He didn't believe before. So his believing now didn't help him. Aw or kasabat, it earned. Fi in imaniha, it's belief khayran, some good. Meaning, if it didn't do some good before, now doing good is not gonna help. Like for example, a person knows they should spend for the sake of Allah, on the poor and the needy. They should spend in good ways, so that in the hereafter, they have something for themselves. But a person keeps delaying, delaying, delaying. Let me save, let me save, let me save, let me buy this, let me buy that. And charity, yes, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. And then what happens? When he's about to die, he says, give $5,000 here. Give my car to so and so. You know, this jewelry of mine, give it away. So emotionally, you know, they're giving everything of theirs away. But what use is that sadaqah now? What use is that sadaqah? Because it's become other people's property now anyway. It's gonna go to them now anyway. So, what do we learn from here? That whatever is necessary to do, do it right away. Don't delay. Because if you're delaying, and you wait until the last moment, if you do it then, it's not gonna help you. Unless... You did it before. You had the reputation of doing that good deed before. Like for instance, once a companion, his mother passed away. And he wasn't there. So he came to the Prophet ﷺ and he said that my mother passed away. And I know that if she was alive, if I was there, she would have told me to give such and such in Allah's way. Because that was her habit before. So if I give something on her behalf, will it benefit her? He said, yes, it will benefit her. Why? Because she had a reputation of giving sadaqah, spending in Allah's way. So now even if she's gone, and somebody gives on her behalf, it will benefit her. Why? Because she did it before. She did it before. And if a person doesn't do it, doesn't believe, doesn't do any righteousness, and waits for the last moment, he does it then, it's not gonna work. قُلْ say intaliru, Keep waiting. Keep waiting. Keep delaying. You say you're not going to believe until you see this, until you see that. Go ahead, wait. Inna indeed we muntaliroon ones who wait. Meaning we're waiting with you and we'll see what happens. In a hadith we learned the Prophet ﷺ said, the last hour will not commence until the sun rises from the west. One of the signs of the Day of Judgment is what? 
that the sun instead of rising from the east, it will rise from the west. And when the people witness that, they will all believe. They will all believe. However, he said that this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَا يَنْفَعُ نَفْسًا إِيمَانُهَا لَمْ تَكُنْ آمَنَتْ مِنْ قَبْلُ If it didn't believe before, their iman is not going to benefit. Recitation. ثُمَّ آتَيْنَا مُوسَى الْكِتَابَ تَمَامًا عَلَى الَّذِي أَحْسَنَ وَتَفْصِيلًا لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ وَتَفْصِيلًا لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ وَهُدًى وَرَحْمَةً لَعَلَّهُمْ بِلِقَاءِ رَبِّهِمْ يُؤْمِنُونَ وَهَذَا كِتَابٌ أَنزَلْنَاهُ مُبَارَكٌ فَاتَّبِعُوهُ وَاتَّقُوا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ ان ذَلِكَ سَنَجْزِي الَّذِينَ يَصْدِفُونَ عَنْ آيَاتِنَا سُوءَ الْعَذَابِ بِمَا كَانُوا يَصْدِفُونَ هَلْ يَنظُرُونَ إِلَّا أَن تَأْتِيَهُمُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ أَوْ يَأْتِيَ رَبُّكَ أَوْ يَأْتِيَ بَعْضُ آيَاتِ رَبِّكَ يَوْمَ يَأْتِي بَعْضُ آيَاتِ رَبِّكَ لَا يَنفَعُ نَفْسًا إِيمَانُهَا لَمْ تَكُنْ آمَنَتْ مِنْ قَبْلُ أَوْ كَسَبَتْ فِي إِيمَانِهَا خَيْرًا قُلْ انْتَظِرُوا إِنَّا مُنْتَظِرُونَ Now towards the end of the surah, the Prophet ﷺ is told, and by extension, all of us are advised, that inna indeed, alladheena, those people who farraqu, they divided, deenahum, their religion, وَكَانُوا And they became Shia'an Groups, sects Those people who divided up their religion Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them the deen And what happened? They divided it up فَرَّقُوا How did they divide it up? That instead of following the teachings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave They strayed away from it And when they strayed away from it Each person went his own way For example, there are 50 people going on one highway. 
And what happens? One takes, one exit. Another person takes, another exit. A third takes, a different exit. So what happens? They were all on the same path, but each, when it deviated from the right course, it went its own way. Allah gave people one religion, same teachings. Allah called all people Muslim, told all of them to stay away from shirk. The basic teachings were the same. What happened? They divided up their religion. وَكَانُوا شِيَعًا And eventually they became into groups and factions. Shia is the plural of Shia. And what does Shia mean? It's from the root letter Shin Ya'in. It is a group, a division. Someone who has separated from the mainstream. Okay? Someone who's separated from the mainstream. And then they formulate a group you know, in support of a certain ideology, in support of a certain individual. So for example, the common understanding of the word Shia is what? The people who are Shia to Ali, the supporters of Ali, because they separated from the rest of the Muslims and they said, we're going to support Ali radiallahu anhu in his cause. It was a political movement initially and eventually it became a theological division. So anyway, those people who divided the religion and became into groups and factions Allah says, O Prophet ﷺ, Lasta, you are not minhum from them, fee in shay in anything. Meaning you have no association with them. You have nothing to do with them. In other words, you are different from them. You are not going to associate yourself with them. You're going to stay far from them. You're not going to be influenced by them. You're not going to go on the same way that they went. You're not going to affiliate yourself with them. Why? Because they are upon misguidance. And if you follow their way, if you become like them, if you associate yourself with them, then what's going to happen? You are also going to get misguided. You're not going to associate yourself with them. So those people whose concern is division, division, separating themselves from others constantly, all the time. This is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. And they're dividing the religion فَرَّقُوا دِينَهُمْ وَكَانُوا شِيَعًا And those people who went on this way, that followed this particular way, followed this scholar, followed this school of thought. And now, there is nothing about Islam except for, you know, Sunni, Salafi, Sufi, Shia, this, that. This is what Islam has become. A division. So many groups. And within the Sunni, become Hanafi, Shafi'i, Maliki, this, that, this, that. There's so many divisions. And as you go into more detail, there's more divisions. Is this the religion that Allah gave us? Were the Muslims not Muslims before Imam Abu Hanifa? Were they not Muslim before Imam al-Shafi'i? Were they not Muslims before a certain scholar? They were Muslim. What were they following? The Qur'an and the Sunnah. So let's keep it original. Let's stick to the roots, to the foundation. Let's stick to the Qur'an and Sunnah. Because this is what the Prophet ﷺ is advised over here. That people who divide their religion, you are not going to affiliate yourself with them. You're going to call yourself Muslim. Primarily this verse is about Jews and the Christians. Allah gave them the book. And what happened? One group formed and then another group formed. They have the same book, but divided sects. إِنَّمَا Indeed not but أَمْرُهُمْ Their affair إِلَى اللَّهِ to Allah. Their matter is with Allah, meaning He will judge between them. Who was right, who was wrong. Because differences will always be there. 
But these differences should not become a cause of division. When they become a cause of division, that is a problem. All matters of ikhtila, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will clarify that. ثُمَّ يُنَبِّئُهُمْ Then He will inform them, بِمَا with that which can, they were, يَفْعَلُونَ They do. Allah will tell us about our deeds. Meaning, He will recompense people for their deeds. So we have to see, what are our actions like? In your aqidah you may be different, but what are your actions like? What are your words like? Because sometimes we think it's justified for us to say extremely harsh words about someone. Right? That show only enmity and animosity and hatred. Allah will look at our deeds that despite differences, how did you deal with others? So in this ayah, what do we learn? That the true deen is one deen, the deen of Islam. That is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to all people. Later on it was that people became divided. They called themselves Jews, Christians, so on and so forth. You should stay away from this mess. Don't touch it. Don't get into it. Stay away from this mess. Focus on what? Focus on acquiring righteousness. Because that will be rewarded generously. Allah says, Man, whoever, Ja'a, he came, Bilhasana, with the good deed. On the day of judgment, whoever brings a good deed, then what will happen? Falahu, so for him, Ashru, ten, Amthaliha, it's likes. Amthal is a plural of mathal or mithal. Mithal is what? Likeness of something. That which is similar to something. So whoever brings a good deed on the day of judgment, he will have ten times its like. In other words, the reward will be multiplied how many times? How many times? Ten times. You recite alif, lam, meem. For alif, you get ten good deeds. Multiply ten times. And this is the minimum. This is the minimum. Maximum, Allah can multiply it as many times as He wants. We learned in Surah Al-Baqarah, person spends in charity, it is multiplied up to 700 times. And that also Allah can increase the reward. Woman and whoever jaa, he came bisayya with the evil. Whoever brings a sin on the day of judgment, fala sunat yujza, he will be recompensed illa except mithlaha its like. Meaning the sin that will not be multiplied, that will be one for one, one for one, not multiplied. Wahum and they la not yuzlamun, they will be wronged. People will not be wronged on the day of judgment. There will be justice on the Day of Judgment. In fact, there will be generosity on the Day of Judgment because 99 parts of Allah's mercy are reserved for when? That day. This is why a person will bring one good deed and he will be rewarded 10 times. Yes. But you see, justice is what? Give someone what they deserve. Alright? So for a sin, the punishment will be for one sin, not 10 sins. Okay? And... For good deeds, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy will be so prevalent on that day, what do we see? That the reward will be multiplied many, many times. Many, many times. Alright? In a hadith we learn, the Prophet ﷺ said, Your Lord is most merciful. Whoever intends to perform a good deed and does not do it, it will be written for him as a good deed. Why? For his intention. If he performs it, it will be written for him as Ten deeds. Imagine, if he does it after the niyyah, it will be written as ten deeds to seven hundred to many times more. And whoever intends to commit an evil deed, he makes the intention, I'm going to yell at that person. I'm going to lie there to get out of that problem. Whoever intends to commit an evil deed, but does not do it, changes his mind later, no, not right, I shouldn't do it. It will be written for him as a good deed. 
Imagine, a person decides to do something wrong, changes his mind, it's written as a good deed. If he commits it, it will be written for him as a sin, only one sin, unless Allah erases that also. And he said, only those who deserve destruction will be destroyed by Allah. Because when Allah is so generous, yet someone ends up in hellfire, it's really their fault. They really deserve destruction. The Prophet ﷺ is told, قُلْ say, إِنَّنِي Indeed I, هَدَانِي He guided me, Rabbi, my Lord, إِلَى تُو صِرَاطٍ أَبَاتْ مُسْتَقِيم Straight. My Lord has guided me to the right way. What is that right way? Deenan, a religion that is qiyaman, correct. Qiyam, abbreviation of qiyam. And qiyam is that which is correct itself, upright itself, and it also rectifies, establishes others. So deen is upright itself, and it also rectifies the state of people, of society, of mind, of heart, your welfare. It sets the affairs right if you follow the religion correctly. And this religion is Millata Creed, Ibrahim of Ibrahim. Who was Ibrahim? Hanifa. Unswerving, focused. And he was not of those who associate partners with Allah. Why is Ibrahim mentioned? Because the mushrikeen, they used to say that we are the followers of Ibrahim. We are his children, his descendants, we follow his religion. Allah clarifies over here. The religion of Ibrahim was of tawheed, of submission to Allah. Focused on righteousness. That was his religion. So check yourself. Where do you stand? قُلْ say إِنَّ indeed salati My prayer. وَنُسُكِي And my sacrifice. وَمَحْيَايَ And my life. وَمَمَاتِي And my death. لِلَّهِ For Allah, Rabb, Lord, Al-Alameen of the worlds. The Prophet ﷺ is made to say this. And what about us? Should we not say the same thing? That inna salati, my prayer, my worship, all my rituals, every prayer of mine that I offer, every act of worship is for who? Allah. Wa nusuki, nusuk, nun sin kaf is used for sacrifice, rituals of hajj. Sacrifice, slaughtering the animal. My sacrifice, my rituals, even they are dedicated for who? Allah. So I will not eat any meat except that it comes from an animal which was slaughtered for who? Allah Azza wa Jal. It was slaughtered for His sake. وَمَحْيَايَ And my life. What is your life? Your habits, the things that you accomplish, the things that you acquire, your life, your day, how you spend your life, what you achieve in your life, what you give priority to in your life. That is what your life is about. So my life is for who? Allah. I dedicate it to Allah. I present it to Allah. I give it to Allah. Really? Ask yourself. My 24 hours, I say my life is for Allah. Is it really for Allah? Where does my time go? What am I working for? Is my life about my children? Is my life about my school? Is my life about my friends? Is my life about my spouse? What is my life about? The Prophet ﷺ is told over here, say, my life is for Allah. Ask yourself, is my life for Allah? Or is it for someone else? Am I living for Him? Or am I living for something else? وَمَحْيَايَ وَمَمَاتِي And my death. Meaning when I die, I will die for Allah. I will die in submission to Allah. 
And how can that be? When a person lives for Allah, then he can die for Allah. When he remembers Allah, when he lives by La ilaha illallah, then at his death, he will be able to say La ilaha illallah. وَمَمَاتِي لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ It is dedicated to Allah, the Lord of the worlds. He gave me everything. And everything I have, I give it to Him. لَا شَرِيكَ لَهُ لَا نَعْتْ شَرِيكَ Any partner, lahu for him. Meaning He has no partners. And this is why I don't dedicate any of my worship, my rituals, my prayers, my life, my death to anyone but Him. Because He has no partners. وَبِذَلِكَ And with that, umirtu, I was commanded. This is what I was commanded to do. And the same we have been commanded to do as well. وَأَنَا And I am أَوَّلُ first الْمُسْلِمِينَ Of those who submit. I am the first of the Muslims. Meaning even if nobody submits, I will surrender to Allah. Even if nobody follows the laws of Allah, I will follow. وَأَنَا أَوَّلُ الْمُسْلِمِينَ It's always easy to be the second one. To be the third one, to be the fifth one, to be the fiftieth one. But being the first one is most difficult. This is why the reward is the greatest. وَأَنَا أَوَّلُ الْمُسْلِمِينَ What does it mean? Even if the whole world is doing something else, I will still obey Allah. Because that was the way of the prophets. Nuh a.s. the first messenger, he said, وَأُمِرْتُ أَنْ أَكُونَ مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ Yusuf a.s. he said, تَوَفَّنِي مُسْلِمًا Isa a.s. his followers, what did they say? وَشْهَدْ بِأَنَّنَا مُسْلِمُونَ The Prophet ﷺ is made to say that وَأَنَا أَوَّلُ الْمُسْلِمِينَ I am the first of those who submit. قُلْ say أَغَيْرَ Is it other than Allahi Allah أَبْغِي I seek Rabban Lord Are you telling me to find someone else as my Lord and not Allah? Why would I do that? I would never do that. I will only take Allah as my Lord. Why? Because wahua, while He is Rabbu, Lord, kulli shay of everything. When He is the Lord of everything, the Creator, the Provider of everything, I'm not going to go to anybody else. I'm not going to give my life to somebody else. If it's a career, what did that career ever do for me? What happiness did it bring me that I dedicate my life to that career? If it's a house... What did that house ever do to me except bring me misery and fatigue and exhaustion and worry and concern and anger and frustration? It's not worth it. My Lord is only Allah. I dedicate everything of mine to Him because He is the Lord of everything. The Lord of everything. Al-Ali, the one who is above everyone and everything. وَلَا تَكْسِبُ And it does not earn... كُلُّ نَفْسٍ Every soul إِلَّا except عَلَيْهَا upon it Meaning no soul earns anything except that it will be against it. In the sense that if a person does anything wrong, he will suffer for it. وَلَا تَزِرُ And it will not bear from وَاو وَازِرَةٌ Any bearer of burden. وِزْرَ Burden أُخْرَى of another. No bearer of burden will bear the burden on another. You tell me now, do this, do that. Tomorrow you're not going to show up for my help. So why should I care about what you say? I'm not going to listen to you. Because there will be many people who will tell you to do this, to do that. And it contradicts the book of Allah very clearly. But remember, they're telling you now, tomorrow they will not be there for you. Because وَلَا تَزِرُ وَازِرَةٌ وِزْرَ أُخْرَى On the day of judgment, no person will carry the sin of another. ثُمَّ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكُمْ مَرْجِعُكُمْ Then to your Lord is your return. Everyone's going back to Him. 
فَيُنَبِّئُكُمْ So he will inform you بِمَا with that which كُنْتُمْ you were فِيهِ in it تَخْتَلِفُونَ You all differ. On the Day of Judgment, all of you are going back to him. You can't avoid him. He will tell you about all that you've accomplished. And imagine on the Day of Judgment, Allah tells us, you passed this test, you ate this food, you did this, you did this, you did this, and you say your life is for Allah. What is for Allah? What is for Allah? Ask yourself, my 24 hours, my life, what is it for? Where is it going? What am I doing? وَهُوَ And He is الَّذِي The one who جَعَلَكُمْ He made you خَلَائِف Successors Plural of Khalifa Who is Khalifa? One who succeeds the other And that means He will be succeeded by someone else Allah has made you خَلَائِف الْأَرْض He has made you successors of the earth Meaning You succeeded someone Now they're gone You're here And soon you will be gone And succeeded by someone else What does this remind us of? We're here for some time. What we have, we have it temporarily. Our time, our money, our strength. We only have it for some time. We don't know when our time will be over. So do something with this life before your chances are over. وَرَفَعَ And he raised بَعْضَكُمْ Some of you فَوْقَ أَبَوْ بَعْضٍ أَذَرْزْ دَرَجَاتٍ In ranks. He has raised some of you over others in ranks. Meaning Allah did not create all people equally. Rather He kept variation in them. How? That He preferred some over others in different things. One person is more in the rank, in the degree of knowledge, education. Another is more than the other in the degree of wealth. Another is more than someone else in the degree of beauty. You see, even skin color, there is variation, but literally by degrees. You know, like if you're going to go buy a foundation for your skin, then what happens? There's like so many options. Why? Because every skin color, every shade is different. Darajat, in everything. Height, shoes. You're going to buy shoes, you try eight, you try eight and a half, you try seven and a half, you try wide, you try narrow. Why? Allah has made everyone different. Why? Because the one who has eight and a half shoe size is better than the one who has eight shoe size? Is that the reason? No. No, not at all. But isn't that what we think? If someone's skin color is of this shade, then they're better. If someone has 75.5, then they are better than the one who has 74. Right? This is what we think. These are the standards that we've made for ourselves. But what does Allah say? What's the reason? لِيَبَلُوَكُمْ So that He tests you. in ma That which أَتَاكُمْ He gave you. Allah's testing you by what He has given you. Everyone is being tested. Those who have been given, what do they do? How much are they grateful? What do they use the blessings in? And those who have not been given, what do they do? Do they complain? Do they have self-pity? Do they waste their life complaining? Or do they do something with what Allah has given them? إِنَّ رَبَّكَ Indeed your Lord, سَرِيرُ Swift al-iqab, the retribution. He is swift in retribution. There's something very scary. Meaning, if you do wrong with what Allah has given you, abuse the freedom that He has given you, the blessings that He has given you, then remember He is swift in punishment. وَإِنَّهُ And indeed He لَغَفُورُ Surely forgiving, رَحِيم Merciful. Swift in punishment towards who? Those who disobey. And He's forgiving and merciful towards who? Those who turn to Him. Mistakes happen, but those who turn to Him, 
Allah is forgiving and merciful towards them. And with this we reach the end of Surah Al-An'am. And really the last few verses are the summary of the surah. What does the surah teach us? Your life for Allah. Everything you do should be Allah approved. Dedicate yourself, your days, your minutes, your hours, your money, your spending, everything for Allah. Because whatever you have is precious. And it should be only given in a cause that's worth it. You're not going to spend your thousand dollars at a dollar store. It doesn't make sense. It's silly to do that. If you have all that money, you better use it for something that's worth it. Your minutes, your life that Allah has given you, it's not worth the petty things of this world. It's worth more. Where is it worth spending and investing? For the sake of Allah. Because He will reward you like no one else can. Every good deed, He will give you ten times the reward and more. And what does this world do to you? You give it everything and it gives you nothing. It gives you nothing. So the main message is, إِنَّ صَلَاتِي وَنُسُكِي وَمَحْيَايَ وَمَمَاتِي لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ Recitation. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ فَرَّقُوا دِينَهُمْ وَكَانُوا شِيَعًا لَسْتَ مِنْهُمْ فِي شَيْءٍ إِنَّمَا أَمْرُهُمْ إِلَى اللَّهِ ثُمَّ يُنَبِّئُهُمْ بِمَا كَانُوا يَفْعَلُونَ مَنْ جَاءَ بِالْحَسَنَةِ فَلَهُ عَشْرُ أَمْثَالِهَا وَمَنْ جَاءَ بِالسَّيِّئَةِ فَلَا يُجَزَى إِلَّا مِثْلَهَا وَهُمْ لَا يُظْلَمُونَ قُلْ إِنَّنِي هَدَانِي رَبِّي صراط مستقيم دينا قيما ملة إبراهيم حنيفا وما كان من المشركين قل إن صلاتي ونسكي ومحياي ومماتي لله رب العالمين لا شريك له وبذلك أمرت وأنا أول المسلمين قل أغير الله أبغي ربا وهو رب كل شيء ولا تكسب كل نفس إلا عليها ولا تزر وازرة وزر أخرى ثم إلى ربكم مرجعكم فينبئكم بما كنتم فيه تختلفون وهو الذي جعلكم خلائف الأرض ورفع بعضكم فوق بعض درجات ليبلوكم ليبلوكم فيما آتاكم 